good day and welcome to the money smart podcast the podcast which explains every finance and banking concept we upload episodes twice a week on wednesdays and sundays so stay tuned for them all right let's get into today's topic today we are going to be continuing our concept of ponzi schemes by analyzing one of the biggest financial frauds in modern history and the man behind it all bernard lawrence madoff We're going to go over the story and find out how a Ponzi scheme is carried out in real life. Let's get to it. First of all, who is Bernie Madoff? He was one of the most respected and reputed men on Wall Street. Everybody in the financial world wanted to be him. He was also one of the first people to incorporate technology with trading. he had it all he had the world at its feet but during the financial crisis of 2008 it was discovered that his so-called successful business was nothing but a large ponzi scheme and on december 11 2008 he was arrested on 11 charges and sentenced to prison for 150 years at the age of 71 Now let's get on with the details. For this, we have to go way back to where it all began, when Madoff first entered Wall Street. Madoff first joined Wall Street in 1960 when he opened his firm, Bernard L. Madoff Investment Securities LLC. With $5,000, he earned as a lifeguard, and $50,000 he borrowed from his father-in-law, who also assisted him. by referring friends and their families in order to compete with other major stock exchanges madoff came up with this ingenious idea of combining computer technology to make order flows smoother and more efficient this computer equipped exchange later developed into the nasdaq which is easily one of the most famous and recognized exchanges in the world today It's not exactly clear when Madoff started his Ponzi scheme. But some speculate that it was as far back as the 1970s. Madoff at this point was highly reputed. He even assisted the Securities Exchange Commission on various financial matters. He used this fame to convince high net worth individuals and powerful people to invest in his firm and they did in hundreds of millions of dollars he pocketed most of this money and every month he issued fake statements showing them that their fund that their investment is actually generating returns but in actuality he was using the money to live a lavish lifestyle and The most interesting part about this is that he managed to evade the SEC and other regulatory authorities for decades. And how he did that was incredibly smart. The first thing Madoff did was establish connections with some of the most powerful investors in the world. He knew that none of the regulatory authorities would even lay a finger on him. 
as long as he had the support of these investors. He also knew that guaranteeing abnormally high returns would draw suspicion. So instead, he offered very modest but comparatively better returns at 5 to 10%, which was still difficult to pull off but much more believable than a normal Ponzi scheme, which normally guarantees a 20 to 50% return. Another smart technique made of use to evade suspicion was by being very open. He generated monthly reports of his client's fund position and claimed that he generated returns using an actual trading strategy known as split strike conversion. We'll talk more about this in the next episode. But in essence, it's like buying stocks which follow a particular index and then using an instrument known as an option to generate cash flow from these stocks as well as to limit losses. It may seem complicated to understand for now, but I'll make it more clear in the next episode. For now, let's get back. Madoff also played a kind of mind game with his investors. Whenever they came to withdraw their money, he would show them their statements, write a check for the full amount, and told them that once they withdraw, he will never take them on as a client again. Knowing that Madoff was a financial genius, and that they could never get as good returns anywhere else, they would often stop and consider, and most of the time, opt to stay in the game. And if they were sure that they wanted to withdraw, he would simply give them the money by taking it from other other investors' funds. This was a brilliant strategy which made his fund grow exponentially. But now let's move on to 2008. How was he exposed? Well, in 2008, the US housing bubble finally burst. The housing market collapsed. And this was one of the key factors which led to the 2008 financial crisis. At this time, all investors were scared. They wanted to liquidate their investments as soon as possible and started withdrawing their returns. Madoff's clients were no exception. Investors demanded withdrawals totally worth $7 billion, whereas at that time, Madoff had only $200-$300 million left with him. Now he was caught. He admitted to the fraud and was arrested on December 11, 2008 on 11 charges including mail fraud, money laundering and securities fraud. The total number of investors cheated were more than 37,000, 37,000 in 11 to be exact, and the full list is available in the Wall Street Journal. And though Madoff raised 16 to 20 billion dollars through the scheme, on paper his investors lost 65 billion dollars, their original sum as well as their supposed returns. This was basically the entire scam. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope now the concept of of Ponzi scheme is clear. This was my longest episode I think till date. I'll see you all soon. Take care.